welcome to the DC Beer Show. We are at DC Beer across social media, including Twitter for the time being. Stay tuned on if we set up a Mastodon server instance or join counter.social. Mike Stein, what's in your Stein? Well, I am drinking a Eight Trill Pills by Crowns and Hops Brewing Company, a Pilsner brewed with noble hops for a noble cause. Um, Got to support the Black Owned Breweries. We love that uh, it's being brought into D.C. by Imani from Urban Garden Brewing Company. Um, so it's a wonderful opportunity to have some delicious California Pilsner and show some California love, but also give love to those HBCU grads who are doing amazing things in the beer world. Jake, what are you drinking on this unseasonably warm evening? You know, Mike... Before I get to that, I have one question for you, and that is, where did you buy that 8 Trill Pills? I picked up this 8 Trill Pills at the Craft Beer Cellar on H Street. Uh, Shout out to Erica G, Craft Beer Commander. I actually had lunch with Erica earlier today. Um, Yeah, CBC via UGB, via Crowns and Hops. Oh, the acronyms. It's wonderful stuff. The acronyms. We love the alphabet suit here in... D period C period. Jake, what are you drinking? I've got a beer here that's kind of hard to pronounce. I'm going to try it anyway. I believe it is pronounced um, Gierkalk. It is a Norwegian-inspired smoked farmhouse ale from Elder Pine out in Montgomery County. Um, In so much as a Norwegian-inspired smoked farmhouse ale can have enough Columbus hops in it where I went, Oh, yeah, Columbus Hops, Norway. That's what I think of. Uh, but there's an awful lot of rye in it. The Columbus gives it like a nice bit of like earthy pine. It plays well with the spice. Fair amount of cherry wood smoked malt in it. Um, nicely done. I know that we're not doing like, you know, Rauch Beer November, like, with, you know, how we did uh, National hey. Rauch Beer Month last month. But... I don't care. I'm going to drink smoked beer. Every, all every beer. month is Rauk month when you're yeah, right? in the DC beer crew. <laughs> yeah, try and stop me. Anyway, it's like 5.8%. It's interesting. Well done. Um, I'm absolutely going to drink it again. So that's my brave review. All right. Brandy, what are you drinking tonight? Hey, Jake. Hey, Mike. What's up? Um, please ignore my raspy, week and a half sick voice. Um, before I tell you what I'm drinking... I need to follow up with what Mike was saying about Crown and Hops, that Imani, um, talking about Imani and Urban Garden, who are now distributed in Chicago, right? Did you guys see that? So super shout out to Urban Garden, to Lindsay and Imani. Congrats. Yes, get it it out there. I'm so excited for you guys. Um, I am drinking a beer from Hellbender called Long Grain. Last Thursday, I hit up my local brewery, Hellbender, for Rice Day um, with USA Rice for their collaboration beer, uh, which is this Long Grain Rice Lager. It clocked in right at 5%. It's it's super drinkable, very light. It was very well done. Um, And it tastes just as good in cans as it does on tap, which can't always say. Honestly, yeah, it's saying something. Yeah, um, Stein, Jake, have you guys tried the long long grain? 
I have indeed tried it. Um, I am a big fan of the Hellbender USA Rice collaborations, uh, dating back to um, their very, very punny last year's one, Social Rice-salation, um, a rice saison. <laughs> Plus, I think it's kind of cool that um, USA Rice shows up at breweries and um, they'll basically uh, give you rice. They've got like a cool like truck all like tricked out and, like with like, a good looking wrap from the USA rice lobby. Um, I am firmly in the pocket of big rice um, with these beers. <laughs> I 1000% yeah. when I went to Hellbender for trivia slash rice night for this collaboration release, I the, the Cameron was there with USA rice, just giving away free rice cookers and bags of rice. And I, I, I literally came home with a rice cooker and two six packs mm. of beer. So, um, oh yeah, I haven't given you yours, yours yet, Stein, but I did a door drop for Jake. I have not tried it, but I am eager to get up to you and grab my six pack because um, I don't know if y'all knew this, but Arkansas is the largest grower of rice in the U.S., did you know that Arkansas, the state of Arkansas, grows the most rice? Isn't that wild? That was a trivia um, question. Absolutely that trivia no that idea. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, I didn't help out sooner. <laughs> I know. I wish you would have been there. Well, actually, Mike, I did know that. <laughs> I would have said, "Isn't that wild rice?" Ah, uh, uh, but uh, I bet Ben um, knew so that. I, I would imagine ben who? he's well aware. Ben Evans. Our man on the inside running the fine, well-oiled machine that is Hellbender. We are coming up on Hellbender's anniversary. I can't believe they've been around for the years they've been in town for. It it really feels like yesterday I saw Ben at Brew at the Zoo, and it was like, oh, you're new. Oh, Hellbender's new in town. Whoa, new brewery. And now they are growing into some of the elder states folks of the D.C. beer scene. Yeah. Um, So here we go. My interview with Ben Evans. Ben, thank you for joining us. Listeners, give a listen. I'm here with Ben Evans, owner of Hellbender Brewing Company, who is celebrating their eighth anniversary. Ben, welcome back on the pod. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's great. Um, so here we are eight years later, and I figured I would uh, intro you with a little quote um, from the very first thing DC Beer wrote about Hellbender. Uh, <laughs> this was eight years ago. Um Bill DeBon uh, wrote, the craft brewing scene in the District of Columbia has got a little bit more crowded with the announcement that Hellbender Brewing Company will open sometime uh, sometime soon. Co-founder Ben Evans told DCBeer.com via an email, we'll be opening a 30-barrel brewery in Northeast DC. Our primary focus will be on supplying DC bars with kegs, but we plan to expand into liquor stores with a canning line within our first year of operation. So it's eight years later. Tell us if that has come to fruition, if that's mostly true, or if things have changed so radically in the last three years, uh, give us the rundown of how things have been going the last eight years. Yeah, uh, that's 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 all true. Um, we we are uh, we we. It took us a little longer to get the canning line up and running, um, but uh, we we are now um, supplying yeah both bars and restaurants as well as uh, grocery stores and liquor stores with. Um, with beer, uh, via kegs and bottles respectively. But, um, 
yeah, things were, I'd say, progressing a lot differently in 2019 uh, and, and sort of slid back to maybe like closer to year three. And then we've we've now are kind of trying to approach year five or six again and getting close there. So it's things are kind of getting back to normal, but it's been a weird, weird few years. But um, still still supplying grocery stores with uh, with with six packs and um, bars and restaurants with kegs. So that that much is true. Nice. Um, Well, looking back at the last eight years, uh, there's been a lot of work and I feel like there's a lot to be proud of. But when you're focused on some of the work you've done, either with, you know, specifically more recently, the rice beers are going further back and the growth of Saison or IPA, double IPA. What are some of the proudest moments that you can really think of in terms of production and, and brewing, uh, over the last eight years of, of Hellbender Brewing Company? Oh, I mean, really anytime we get a chance to, to work with a local company, I, I really enjoy doing that. Um, whether it be with, with, um, we did a bunch of, uh, the stout with, uh, compass coffee, uh, for years. Um, we were doing that for, as a winter seasonal for a little while. Um, we've done, yeah, work. We actually did a coffee stout, during the pandemic with, uh, uh, La Coupe or La Coop, uh, technically how you say it, it says La Coop, um, fantastic, uh, place, um, working with our, uh, local, the, the farmer that gives us our, takes away our spent grain, his neighbor grows watermelons. So every summer for the last couple of summers, we've been doing a watermelon sour where he loads up a giant, several 55 gallon drums with fresh watermelons. And we, slice those open and blend them up and add them to a kettle sour. Um, so that's, that's been fun. Uh, yeah, but working with, um, just all their local businesses, uh, partnering with them. We did a honey beer with, uh, with the Midlands, uh, for our anniversary party in 2019. I'm actually drinking that little glass here. We did a little DC flag with the honey stick, the mash paddle, and then, uh, both of our logos, uh, on there, but, and, uh, so that was, that was a fun, fun little collab. Um, but yeah, the, those are sort of highlights cause I, I really do like, um, but you know, we, we, we enjoy working with local businesses and, and partnering and, and collabing on stuff. That's, that's, uh, a lot of fun when you can kind of bounce ideas off of other people and work with local ingredients and, and, um, whether it be ultra local or just us, um, local. So, I was going to say, speaking of collaborations, um, specifically, this this was the anniversary collaboration. But speaking of anniversaries now, uh, we're moving into year eight, passing this milestone. What plans do you have uh, for the anniversary? Are you brewing anything special? Are you planning to see any special friends drop by? What's on deck for this eighth anniversary? Yeah, well, I mean special friends for sure. Uh, hoping that, uh, we, we know a lot of people always swing by through, uh, from the industry, from the brewing industry, uh, hoping the folks from our distributor over premium can come by, um, uh, check out the festivities. Um, my, uh, dad is coming, coming down, um, from the Philly area and crashing at our house, uh, that, that day, uh, night, uh, we're going to leave on Sunday. Um, yeah, a lot of the folks that we work with, like our farmer that picks up our spent grain is going to come come down or come up, I should say, from um, Upper Marlboro area in Maryland. Um, so it's always good seeing him. Uh, yeah, our friend actually uh, um, 
from Sapna's Farms Oysters is coming up, and uh, he and his wife um, are going to be up shucking some oysters and hanging out as well. So, uh, always love seeing seeing those guys. We worked with them a lot during the pandemic. Um, they were doing drops of oysters for people uh, during the pandemic, so that was that was pretty cool. Uh, so he's going to pull, pull oysters fresh out of the water and bring them up and start shucking them. And, um, yeah, uh, there's a ton of different people that are going to come by. Hopefully so. Yeah. That, that's great. It's, it sounds like it'll be a, a good turnout of, uh, of friends, friends of the brewery and, and friends to the DC beer scene. Um, will there be a, an eighth anniversary beer or a beer specifically, uh, commemorating, uh, this, this time of year? Yeah. So, um, yeah, LT and I usually like to go go com- comedy over serious. Uh, there's there's enough there's enough serious stuff um, in our both our daily lives and throughout the world. So um, yeah, we uh, went with a um, you know it being our eight year anniversary and um, you know Do- dodgeball the movie. Uh, they're they're actually um, they everything is televised on ESPN eight the Ocho. Uh, so we're actually releasing a 8% alcohol double IPA called the Ocho. Um, and, uh, we actually got the labels in just a couple of days ago. We're canning that out tomorrow morning. Um, and so that's going to be a hazy double IPA, uh, 8% alcohol dry hopped heavily with Amarillo and Idaho seven. Um, and that, that's going to get released on Saturday. We also have, so I think you'll be more excited about this. Maybe uh, we've got an India Pale Lager. So that that one six and a half percent Lager. Um, the the base was uh, just Pilsner Malt, uh, flaked oats, and sorry, not flaked oats. It was uh, Pilsner Malt wheat and flaked rice. Um, so it's a really nice pale uh, malt bill and six and a half percent alcohol that really doesn't drink like that but um dry hop pretty heavily with uh centennial and citra hops and um that one is uh very very pretty in the glasses looks like it's been fine filtered but it was time temperature and gravity and uh it's a it's a pretty one so um we're gonna release both of those so the the ocho hazy double ipa is gonna be in four packs uh 12 ounce four packs and then the uh india pale lager uh, called Cold Nuggets is going to be um, in six packs. So look out for those. Um, we'll have a couple other specialty beers um, that'll be on as well, but um, those will be the ones that'll be available also to go. And we'll still have plenty of that uh, long grain uh, rice lager made with the jasmine rice uh, from female owned farm in Arkansas. So, yeah. So I, w- I was going to ask about the lager, uh, mention that. You know, for fans of uh, hazy, juicy, you know, beers with uh, fruity, tropical aromatics, look for uh, Ocho coming down the pike. Uh, if you want, maybe, you know, I won't say firm bitterness because I have to try it first, but check out the IPL if you want something a little more clear in the glass, which, you know, you might assume was filtered or, or run through uh, the centrifuge, but in fact, it's just time and temperature. But if you want something, you know, like me, I'm, I am I have a grandpa palate. I am a basic AF uh, human being, <laughs> um, which is not to discredit uh, long grain lager, but check out long grain lager. It's a delightful, easy drinking, very digestible, um, quite 
enjoyable to just have glass after glass. Um, check that out. So uh, the last question, Ben, I, I wanted to ask is last time we spoke, um, uh, guests were only able to uh, enjoy your beer indoors. You had reopened, uh, invited guests inside the brewery, inside the tap room. Um, are you able to pour beer outside now, or is there a, a special permit that you're planning on for this? Tell us a little bit about seating and sort of what's happening at the brewery. Working off of a special permit for now, we we are in uh, some. We're working our way through DCRA right now with the um, the patio permit and appears to be going well. I don't want to jinx it or anything, but um, it's it's uh, you know fingers crossed. But um, yeah, we're we're working off of uh, off of single day permits anytime we uh, pop the patio open at the moment. So um, we're hoping by the end of this year that it's it's a more permanent fixture again and um so that, that we will be able to get that have that um we've got that open for the anniversary party so um people can look forward to that it uh i think it looks like it's going to rain in the morning and then kind of clear up so um you know if if it's sprinkling or anything like that we're gonna have a bunch of put a bunch of tents up um so one way or another people can enjoy out there um as well uh, we also outside will have a uh, we're gonna have bund up um, the Korean ba- uh, and um, bao buns and uh, we're also gonna have uh, brick oven pizza. Um, uh, Cafe Vino is gonna be there uh, serving brick oven pizzas. Like I said before, we'll have the um, Sapitas Farms um, oysters that have just come out of the water within a couple hours. Uh, getting shucked and, and on the sh- on the half shell, their oysters are fantastic. If you're into that kind of thing, I, I love oysters. Uh, so yeah, I was yeah. I, I mean, I, I was born in DC. I grew up right out uh, when I was a kid. I was already you know cracking crabs and shucking oysters. Uh, you know, around in the DC area right here. I, yeah, just you know across the river in Alexandria or in DC. So um, before I moved to Philly for for most you know my later childhood and adult life before moving back for grad school. So yeah. anyway, yeah. So this anniversary party is planned for one to 9 PM on Saturday, November 12th. So the day after our listeners are hearing, come on down to the brewery on Saturday, the 12th. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll have a, we'll also have a DJ there and, and, um, there's going to be actually even a girl, um, uh, the arcade, uh, Beth, Beth Hansen does awesome uh, graphic design work, and she's going to be pr- printing some uh, some really cool shirts um, up for the event. If you guys want some some custom swag, uh, one of them is actually going to feature our brewery cat Harvey. Uh, so uh, our, our uh, cat with the with the perfect line right down the middle of her uh, half and half sort of uh, orange and black face, named after Harvey Dent. So, um, we actually also do have a, uh, a hazy IPA, um, uh, with her likeness on the can that's going to come out about a week after the anniversary party too. So, oh, nice, nice. Wonderful. So if you get to try the eighth anniversary beer and you love it, come check out the beer with, with Harvey on the can, uh, the next weekend. That's, that's brilliant. Um, Ben, thank you so much. Uh, any parting words to our DC beer audience before I let you go? Uh, no, just, uh, yeah, keep, 
keep supporting local, not because it's uh, local, but because it's good people. We're all making great stuff. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, we're how, how we're, uh, making a living right now. And we appreciate all the support we've gotten. Um, you know, it's been, people have been really coming out to the tap room and, uh, things are picking up with distribution now. So, um, uh, just keep doing what you guys are doing and we hope to see everybody at the anniversary party and, uh, see why, why we've been around for eight years. So yeah, cheers. That's, that's yeah. well said, Ben. Cheers. Thank you. Um, support local, not because it's local, but because it's high quality. I will say as somebody who typically hates IPAs, I've really been enjoying uh, Ignite, both on draft and in can. And then, of course, uh, with the long grain lager, uh, with the rice series coming out, I'm super excited for the IPL. Um, so come support Hellbender. We'll see you at their anniversary party uh, on Saturday, November 12th. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ben, and everyone at Hellbender. Happy anniversary. That's coming up this weekend. Whoop, whoop. Be there I'll, or I'll be square. I'll try to swing by. I've never missed one, so I better be there. <laughs> it's right down the street yeah, for me. Yeah, <laughs> Brandy, I think you could you you can walk over and maybe I can take the 80 up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, dope. Um, yeah, th- I'm so excited that Hellbender has stayed around um, I love them. It's, it's my go-to, but I have also been so incredibly jazzed about Lost Generation. I know we've talked about it probably to make people's ears bleed, um, on the podcast, but I, it's a little bit out of my way to get home, but it's still kind of on the way home. I've been there at least four times. Um, and I'm in love. Uh, I'm so excited for them. So if you guys haven't been to Lost Generation, go check it out. It's, it's, it's pretty great. (laughs) I'm excited for Baby Cat too. Um, have you guys heard of Baby Cat? Like. Baby Cat? Who's that? Well, it's this new brewery that just kind of randomly popped up. And then I just heard people talking about it and they had their grand opening out of nowhere this past weekend and I swung by they were slammed but considering how busy they were they were handling it well and because of how busy they were I only got to have one beer because I wasn't going to stand in line for another beer but I'm I'm excited to go back uh when it maybe you know dies down a little bit not on their opening weekend because I want to check out the beers they had at Amber Ale Hazy IPA Lager and an American IPA, and I only drank the lagers. It's good, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. I want to. I want to get back. Hopefully, we'll get them on the show at some point too. So, hey, yes. we're calling you out, baby cat. Get on DC beer, baby cat. Pick <laughs> up our at? call. Pick up our cat call. Come interview. <laughs> and for all of you listening out there, um, it's in Kensington, Maryland. So, kind of not quite Bethesda, Rockville, but also not quite Aspen Hill, Wheaton, Silver Spring, Kensington, Maryland. Your move, Garrett Park. Your turn to get a brewery next. Yeah, wasn't there <laughs> we know a story? Jordan? We know, we know our very own Jordan is very excited because that's in his neck of the woods. Um, so maybe the next time you go, uh, you, Brandy, and Jordan can be my uh, chaperones and keep me on my best behavior when I visit the baby cat. Okay, deal. <laughs> we also might see um, Tony Budney there, a.k.a. Drinks the Things and the Void. Oh, I think yeah. he lives in the area as well.
Yeah, there were so there were a lot of families over there uh, at at Baby Cat that day. It was like baby, like tiny babies. It was crazy. So many were families. they well behaved? They were. Yeah, it wasn't it All wasn't right. yeah wasn't a lot of wild children were running around. And I love kids, so don't come at me. Um, I want to get out to Vibrissa's uh, Winchester uh, location because their grand opening is on the nineteenth, coming up very 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 soon. So, uh, you know, I'm jazzed for, for, for Brissa. They make phenomenal beer. God, I actually wish they were closer <laughs> to me. <laughs> I should like teleport out to Winchester. That'd be great. We got, there's some good breweries out there. So, so. Yeah. And there's going to be even, even better beer now that the Brissa Winchester is open. I've heard from some brewers that uh, Mike McCarthy's shiny new, I think it's a German engineered brew house. Um, is cranking out some quality products. So we are very excited to make a DC beer junket out of a Brissa. Uh, keep, keep following us. Make sure you're following us on all social media channels so you know when we're headed to your neck of the woods, be it up in Maryland or south in Virginia. Or Baltimore. I was just at the Baltimore Craft Beer Festival, and Jim did a really great job putting it on. Um, uh, but... I want to hide. There were there were a few beers that I want to highlight. I was so excited <laughs> because so many breweries brought brown ales to this event. You know how rare that is. So shout out to Black Flag for their brown ale. That was bomb. I was te- group texting the DC beer fam while I was at the festival, and just to say how excited I was that the black flag brown ale was on fire ministry, which is also a new brewery up there. They, they brought a cream ale and it's been a while since I've had a legit good cream ale. This, they knocked it out of the park. They, it was with cardamom. Then they also had a chai Brown, Uh streetcar brought a scotched pumpkin, which was super popular. Street art had a, a line um, Brewers Art Volker brought an English brown, and the and the mm. Grand Cru was delicious. They he also brought a Quebec beer, but I didn't get to try it. So, womp. Maybe next time. Stein, you are the man of the moment next week because you are chaperoning a <laughs> VIP through DC. Are you not? That's that is true, Jake. That is true. Uh, coming to your town to help us beer history party down is Ron Pattinson. He's the author of, uh, I believe over 60 books on beer history. Um, and they have very snappy zero six zero. Um, yeah. Like five years from AARP membership. Um, (laughs) so his books, mild exclamation point, strong exclamation point, Armistice! Exclamation point. And the Homebrewer's Guide to Vintage Ale. We're planning to have a church key on Wednesday, November 16th. Come check us out at Church Key Wednesday, November 16th. If you're unable to un- unavailable on Wednesday, check us out on Thursday, November 17th at Silver Branch. Um, if you go to Silver Branch's website, you can get tickets. Better yet, come to Church Key. No need to buy tickets. Just show up. It's the typical pay-as-you-go. 
I am moderating a panel with Ron Pattinson, and we're going to talk uh, primarily British beer, but I'm going to talk about DC and how much beer DC was brewing and drinking a um, hundred years ago. And if you head to the website, dcbeer.com, you'll see some of my work uh, on some of the beer history in our town to help you get ready to party down. You can read uh, about the beers that uh, the grandparents and the great-grandparents were drinking in the pre-prohibition days of Washington, D.C. Um, so we're super pumped to have Ron in town. Um, you can, like I said, follow us on socials and you'll get more. We'll be retweeting, regramming, and getting all the details up. Um, so yeah, give us a follow and, and come follow along. I'm definitely going to come see you, Mike. Hell yeah. Come see me, Brandy. I can't wait. I've never met him so I've never met Ron. I'm jazzed. Um, You're in for a treat. Yeah. There's there's no tr- there's no time like the present to uh, <laughs> to get familiar with Ron Pattinson's writing. Um, yeah, just absolutely absolutely wonderful. Your favorite beer historian's favorite beer historian. Aww. <laughs> Summer of '69, as your as your name That's says. It. <laughs> I love it. Mike Stein always has the best Vox Topica names. I love it. Aww. <laughs> Well, come There'll see me, guys. There'll be more beer events coming. Yes. DCbeer.com slash events, bars, breweries, restaurants. Submit yours. We are at DCbeer on social media. Be well, everybody. Bye. Bye, audience.